If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. Hey there, welcome to this edition of The Shalene Show. Recorded live from the front seat of my car. You are in the passenger seat, so put your seatbelt on because we are going for a ride. Welcome to The Shalene Show. Shalene is a New York Times bestselling author, celebrity fitness trainer, and obsessed with helping you live your dream life. So, bleh, trying not to cry. I just finished listening to a message. In fact, I'm going to play it for you, and then I'll come back and talk to you about it. Hi, Shaleen. My name is Camille Buford, and I'm 24 years old from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and I'm just here to tell you about how you pushed me into the depths, into the pit of eating disorders and exercise addiction, but then you also threw me the lifeline to overcome it. This is just how I got there. So I'm 24 years old today. But you first entered my life when I was 15. My mom ordered Turbo Dam for herself as a way to get in shape. And I love the dancing moves and the cardio kickboxing as well because I was a figure skater. So everything kind of seemed to go well as a form of cross training. And Turbo Jam became our thing. Like we pushed play together and we had a riot. And I have lots of good memories just <laughs> working it with my mom. But unfortunately, this was at the period in my life where a teenage girl's life where we are very susceptible to body critiques and how we mentally think about ourselves and judge ourselves based on our body. I became a little obsessed with Turbo Jam. I would do it after I ate a big meal or after my parents went to bed if I felt that I had too much to eat. And these were some warning signs. What really went wrong was when I got my hands on Turbo Fire. Turbo Fire completely uprooted my life. I was exercising an hour and a half of cardio every single day, in addition to my figure skating, because I felt that figure skating never counted because it wasn't nonstop exercise. The language that was that you were using in that video program, it was all about burning calories, tracking calories, burning fat, and losing weight. It, it really did a number on me. I was a young girl at the time, and even though I wasn't, I wasn't even big. I was very thin, <laughs> but I lost weight. I became anorexic. I cut everything out of my diet that wasn't like chicken, eggs, or vegetables. It, it was really bad. <laughs> and the thing was, that mentality followed me to college. I became bulimic in college. I was majoring in biochemistry, and so I knew the science, I knew it, it, how bad it was, but I couldn't get myself out of there. Fast forward to February though, 2019, this year, um, now in graduate school, 
I discovered that you had an Instagram. And I was like, oh, okay. So then I followed you. And then through Instagram, I discovered the Shaleen Show podcast. (laughs) Oh my God. It changed my life. You have no idea. Hearing about your own health scare and the truths of the health and fitness industry from your viewpoint and your brain scan, it, it transformed me. I became a lifer. I started auditioning to additional health and wellness podcasts. I bought the one through one method book. I'm going through it right now. I love it. <laughs> I subscribe to build your tribe. I, I am hooked to be honest. Now I've been bulimia free for six months. I finally have the control over my relationship with food and a healthy relationship with exercise. I eat to feel my goals. I exercise for the feeling of movement and not to punish my body. And it's amazing. I didn't think that was ever possible. I now know that I want to become a healthcare professional or some form of professional in the health or wellness field, whether that's getting my PhD in nutrition next or going on an entrepreneurial path to share my experiences of learning how to exercise again after eating disorders and exercise addiction. I don't know. I'm still in the brainstorming phase here. Thank you so much, Chalene. I know your audience is probably in a different generation from myself. Uh, because I'm 24, but your message truly transcends to people of all ages. And thank you for all you do. You shape my life journey in more ways than some of the people I see every day. So thank you. You are amazing. I love you. All best. Oh my gosh. It's just... Pull it together. Well, I had to stop recording. I wasn't expecting to be completely overtaken by emotion. I mean, I'd listened to the message and I was fine until I started talking to you. You know how sometimes like you feel okay and then you call your mom and you can't stop crying? Like, I don't know what happened, but I just got completely overwhelmed. So I literally pulled over to the side of the road and allowed myself to just go, what the heck is this? And experience it. Then I composed myself, then felt like I could start driving again and talk to you. Here you go. Okay, so I had to kind of process that. I tried recording it too quickly after I listened to it and I just was emotional from it. Now, I don't run from emotion. I love emotion. I really do. Emotion, even when it's tears, doesn't necessarily mean like that you're sad. Like sometimes you can have tears because you're so angry or you're so happy or you're just so grateful. Haven't you ever had tears of joy? Like I just think it'd be weird to like record a whole podcast crying and I pretty much did that after I listened to that message. Sometimes tears are just emotion and emotion is a good thing emotion fuels passion emotion makes us do things where we're afraid emotion fuels us to take action when it's much easier to just like sit back on your heels anyways let me get back to Camille's message it is emotional for me to hear a message like that crazy freaking emotional I can't even tell you actually I'm, I'm going to I'm going to tell you what that feels like First, it 
I go back to where I was when I was, you know, in the thick of consumer fitness videos. I'm still a fitness person. I worked out today. I worked out yesterday. I'll work out tomorrow. I love exercising. I love movement for many of the same reasons that Camille says she loves movement. But now I love my body and now I'm not... I'm not exercising because I'm afraid that someone's going to tell me you need to get leaner so we can sell more videos. I'm not exercising because I think people are going to judge me. I'm not exercising because I think if my abs look a certain way on a video cover, it'll make me or a company more money. And unfortunately for a period of time, that was in part some of the reasons why I exercised as long and as hard as I did and it's some of the reasons why I exercised when my body was saying you know what today should be a rest day I knew my body needed rest and I was afraid to take it okay so let me tell you what it's like to hear that message so the first thing that I feel is guilt and because it wasn't who I was and I feel like I let some of my very strong personality waver in the name of pleasing others and again kind of like tapping into that whole thing where I've had to deal with feeling most valuable when I can make money for people right and so if someone were to say to me like oh hey we need you to do this because it'll sell more videos well then that meant I was a more valuable person because I could make somebody more money right so that's that's all on me like let me just preface this by saying nothing I'm about to say is blame or accusations towards anyone or anything else. This is all me, y'all. And thank you for being a part of this journey. The one thing that really like took my breath away, like when she said it, because I hadn't thought about it before today, is when she said, she mentioned the phrases that I would use and she said the language you used in those videos. And then also when she talked about how like Turbo Jam was like perfect, but when she started doing Turbo Fire, that's when like, it was almost like, yeah, one was a jam and one was a freaking fire. Like, how did I miss that? How did I miss the irony? Oh my gosh. That was, I just like my jaw hung up. I'm like, I'd never even thought about the fact that Turbo Jam is so like lighthearted and fun and even the you know we used so many different body types and it was gentle but it was intense like it was a really intense workout but there was like a different approach to it and then Turbo Fire was like it was so you know even the reason why I created Turbo Fire which is really interesting is because I stopped getting results from Turbo Jam and Turbo Kick and because my body was adapting. And so the way that I dealt with it was by making that workout harder and having more intervals of higher intensity, which is crazy. So like the turbo section, we would do multiple turbo sections. Like when I taught that class live, I would do that turbo section, which is the high interval part. I would do section after section after section. And it's just like jumping and pounding your joints. And I have plantar fasciitis and my knees hurt and my... I was constantly injured and just pushing freaking through it. So that was one thing that took my breath away. And then, of course, when she mentioned language that I used, that's when I really thought about my own culpability and how happy I am that I'm like a decision that I made that I'm going to talk to you about, too, that I'm not at a fitness convention today that I normally would be at. So the the language, let's get back to the language. So 
I've been teaching fitness classes for like 30 years, you know, and, and I continued teaching even after we were multimillionaires. I was still teaching for like, you know, $14 an hour or something. Obviously not because I needed to, but because I needed to, like for my joy. I love helping people feel a certain way. I love giving them an experience with music. I love reaching that woman in the back row who doesn't believe it's possible and helping her to see that she has the potential to change her life and change her body and change her mood like and feel better about herself like that is addicting dude that is such a high to be able to do that for other people and when you have like one of those perfect classes where it's like the music just goes perfectly with every move and you can just see that happiness on people's faces and you can just tell that whatever they walked in the room upset about like it's gone it is gone why would I ever give that up? That was such a high to be able to do that. And so, you know, long after financially, I didn't need to teach and I probably shouldn't have been teaching because it got weird with fans and stuff. I still kept teaching. And nonetheless, I've always taught a certain way and I've always taught with a certain approach and a certain style. And when I started doing consumer videos, that was much, like, much, much later in my teaching career like a lot of fitness people who you see in videos they kind of started in videos like maybe they were a personal trainer but they weren't doing like group stuff until they got on video there's a lot of people that are you know that's true for them I won't name names but you know it just is what it is it's not like a judgment thing but for me I grew up teaching and I taught tens of thousands of people how to become teachers like that's what our business did we taught people how to be teachers Instructors. I did that long before I ever partnered with Beachbody. We grew our business to the point where we had, you know, reps in every state and thousands and tens of thousands of people teaching the workouts. And then I got the consumer deal, right? And so when I started doing fitness infomercials, I knew I had a lot to learn because it's a different ball game. It's a different skill. It's a different set of I don't know, just the way that you cue, everything's kind of different. And I knew I had a lot to learn. And so I went into it like a sponge, like I do in most of those situations and always trying to be super coachable and realizing like, yeah, I don't know. I can't go into this thinking I have all the answers because I don't and I haven't done this before. So I really listened to the feedback that I got from the executives and people who had done hundreds of consumer videos and you know I would take the feedback and they would say things like here let me give you an example like I remember one time I filmed a scene and I we finished the workout and at the end I said well guys I I really hope you enjoyed that and they were like cut okay Shalene let's do that again this time say I know you enjoyed that and I'm like oh they're like it's a simple little somatic thing but you know you don't want to put doubt in their head you don't want to say, I, you know, I hope you enjoyed that. You want to say, I know you did. I'm like, oh, okay. And, you know, and that was a, a good tip. And then it was little things like, okay, so that was great. You know, you cued really well, but can you talk more about like why you want them to go harder? Can you talk to them about fat loss? Can you talk to them about losing weight? Can you talk to them about slim thighs? Can you say toned? And Shalina, instead of saying muscle, can you say toned? Can you say you, your arms look toned? You want slim thighs? You want to have lean legs? Can you say lean? And I was like, you know, these are words I, I didn't say when I was teaching, but I was like, okay. And they explained to me the benefits of doing that would be that it would really make people 
you know, Celine, the goal here, right, is that people will do these workouts and that they'll do them all the time and it'll become really habitual for them. And, and so the language that you use is part of that. And I, I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I would start, I did start using all that language. And you know what? I started believing it too. And we talked endlessly in videos about losing weight and burning fat and getting lean and thin thighs and toned arms and like all, all this like quote unquote consumer language. And I used it and got so good at using it that it became second nature. Like at first, and you can ask people who've been in my videos, at first I had to write all these those phrases down on big cue cards because I couldn't remember them. They didn't come naturally to me. Certain phrases do because I've been teaching for 20 five years so I there's certain things I just say naturally because it's usually things I was thinking but those new like kind of consumer that consumer language wasn't natural for me so I wrote it down in big cue cards and I would practice saying them and I would practice using those phrases until they became second nature and and to hear Camille's message and ugh. <sighs> I just feel a little that I wasn't true to myself because you know what the bottom line is people still would have bought the videos you don't even know what's in a video until you're doing it you know no one's going to return a video because the instructor wasn't talking about fat loss no one's going to say I really like this workout but I wish you would have talked about thin thighs so I have a little bit of a pit in the bottom of my stomach like, why weren't you just authentic? Why didn't you just think twice about this stuff? But I get you get caught up in it, you know? And I'm better now. When you know better, you do better. But sometimes you have to be away from something to see how in it you were. Just as Camille said, and, and that message really meant the world to me, especially hearing how this podcast is... Sorry, I'm gonna, move my keys for you but just hearing how this podcast has been a part of that just oh my god the power and the excitement that gives me to make more podcasts and to just you know connect with you guys like even the pod squad really does that for me too like when I read you guys' messages oh it just makes me so happy because sometimes I'm just I'm just here talking and I I assume I know what you look like and I, I assume that you relate to this stuff but I don't know and I'm just like by myself rambling in my car and and then I get to connect with you and see your face and, you know, like when you say things like, oh, that made me cry or, you know, you were talking to me or were you in my head? Then I'm like, this is cool. This is so worth it. This is God's purpose, man. This is, this is it. And it's a beautiful thing. But the other reason why I think it made me so freaking emotional to hear her message today and I'm going to kill Kristen but maybe I won't, I love her, is today, this week, all of my friends and some of my family members and people I love, some of my closest friends and, and associates in the fitness industry, they're all at a fitness conference that I have attended for the last eight years. It's a, a conference put on, you know, obviously by Beachbody, and I've been there for the last eight years, and I decided not to go this year. And I decided not to go, not because I, I love the coaches and I think there's lot, there's so much good going on there, but I didn't want to confuse you. And I don't 
feel like I can be partly in and partly out. Like I need to be really clear about what it is I think is healthy because I'm a, I'm a leader in the health and fitness industry. And I want to be a different kind of leader in the health and fitness industry than I have been for the last 10 years. And I can't kind of go back and forth. I need to be principled in that. You know, in this episode, I'm talking to you in my car about what it means to be a health and fitness professional and how I just, I can't go back. And one of the really important elements of health is sleep. It's not just fitness. It's not just your workouts. Your sleep is critical if you want to live longer, if you want to be healthier, if you want to get your hormones in check, like you you need quality sleep. And that's why it made sense for me to reach out to Sleep Number. That's the bed that Brett and I have been sleeping on for years. And it is a game changer. If you want to have quality sleep, you need a quality mattress. Now, many of you know that Brett was a football player. He played in the CFL and had a little tiny stint in the NFL. And his brother played for many years as a quarterback in the NFL. And the reason why I'm telling you that is because the Sleep Number bed is the official bed of the NFL because they are in the business of keeping their players healthy. And part of being healthy is having healthy sleep. That's why the Sleep Number 360 bed is the best bed if you want to get a quality night's sleep. My personal sleep number setting changes all the time. Right now, it's a 75. And interestingly enough, Brett's is all the way up to a 90 this week. We both were just feeling, maybe since returning from our vacation, that we wanted our beds firmer. Some of the beds we were sleeping on in these hotels were so soft that we were like, tossing and turning even though they were like four-star hotels. So we came home and we're like, let's change our sleep numbers. And we both turned our sleep numbers up a little bit from where they normally are. Anyways, that's the cool thing is like, if you buy a mattress, you're stuck with the firmness or softness. There's no changing it. But when you have a sleep number bed, you can change it when you need to. So I'm going to encourage you to go into a sleep number store, you know, so that you can actually lay in a bed and see what it's like. You can check out their sleep number 360 smart bed. It's pretty amazing. And when you do that, you will be automatically entered into a trip for two to the Super Bowl, Super Bowl 54 in Miami. Visit a Sleep Number store, its Facebook page, or via mail for the official rules and other ways that you can enter this contest. But the only way you're ever going to find a Sleep Number bed isn't by going into your local mattress store. They don't have them there. You'll need to go into a Sleep Number store, and they have 575 different locations nationwide. So to find the one that is closest to you, just go to sleepnumber.com forward slash, you guessed it, Shaleen. Okay, now back to our conversation where I was discussing with you how important it is for me to continue to move forward and not to confuse people by stepping back into and back out of and then into and out of my role as a consumer fitness person. Like I I need to be committed to health. That's where we left off. And you know what? That was a really freaking hard decision because do you understand what an ego boost it is? Like how amazing it is to go to an event where there's hundreds, no, thousands, tens of thousands of people who want to hug you and thank you and praise you? Like that's an ego boost. Let me tell you. Nothing feels like, think about it. There's like, you know, eight or 10 trainers. I don't know how many trainers now total, but like, All those other thousands and thousands and thousands of people are there to say thank you and 
I love you And you feel like a little bit like a, You're one of the Beatles It's amazing Like I remember one time getting trampled Like this whole gaggle of girls I was getting off an elevator And, and there's like 20 girls This is a great story Standing in this lobby And I got off the um, elevator And I was with Brett And this one girl just was like crazy And she shot her arms up in the air And she said something in Spanish I don't speak Spanish And she's like Charlene And she ran over and she like toddler jumped on me like literally jumped on me and wrapped her legs around me right and I just started dying laughing I just thought that was the greatest thing ever I just thought it was so freaking funny and then all of her girlfriends and there were there were all these girls from Puerto Rico it was like right when we launched in into Puerto Rico and all of her girlfriends were all screaming and jumping on us at the same time and everybody fell to the floor in a heap and I know you're thinking well, that doesn't sound that fun it was it was hysterical I couldn't breathe because I was laughing so hard I was like this is the funniest funnest most I mean like who gets to experience that in their life it was really one of my absolute favorite moments at going to one of those events and so talk about a you know the ultimate ego stroke so why wouldn't I want to go you know I, I do want to go for ego purposes <sighs> I just you know, when I, I'm going to do another exercise video someday, and I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to return to helping people with fitness in a more specific way at some point. But it's going to need to be without a marketing machine around it, and that's not a statement about any one company because it, that's just what it is. What it is, right? The same thing with diet. I wasn't going to take the one three one and put that in the hands of any company or any marketing firm because I knew it would take on an identity that I didn't believe in, that I didn't feel was healthy. And the one through one method is, it's not a diet, it's a methodology. It's an approach to thinking. That's why when I hear people say like, oh gosh, I tried the one through one method and it didn't work for me. I'm like, what didn't work for you? It's an ideology, it's a methodology, it's an approach. And yes, we give you structure to help you with figuring out what diet works for you we give you a meal plan but we give you every tool you need to modify it and to make up your own if you want but most people won't most people are like you need to tell me what to do and it teaches people how to have freedom how to let go how to how to really understand like what the heck is going on with your health and when you interject crazy mass marketing messages into that you make a lot more money but it loses, in my mind, the health of it. And so I can't be halfway in and halfway out. I'm getting messages this week from people who are like, I'm, I'm going to that event and I'm so freaked out because I'd hoped to lose more weight before it. I'm like, oh my God, this is breaking my heart. You're going to a health and fitness event and you're worried about being judged that you haven't lost enough weight and you've already lost like 60 pounds. Like that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm freaking talking about. And I just, I think it's, I don't want to get into it because I don't want people to misinterpret my feelings about it. I love the people who attend and I know it's a positive thing, but it can be a slippery slope. And what you see someone's body and you look at them and you look at these amazing physiques and you go, oh wow, 20 minutes, 30 minutes a day and they just followed this food plan. Well, maybe they did. And for somebody else, that's not gonna work. And then what do you do? You push harder and harder and harder and harder and you beat yourself up and like I just, 
I hope you understand. That's why I, uh, I do what I do because I've had an awakening and I'm so profoundly grateful for people like Camille who have the courage, who have the smarts, who have the wherewithal to keep looking and to have the strength to heal themselves and to, you know, restore their common sense or common body sense and to, to set themselves free. Camille, thank you for finding The Shaleen Show. Thank you for leaving me that message. Thank you for shooting me in the arm with a shot of adrenaline that just fuels my passion to do what I'm doing, to continue making podcasts, to stay on this path, you know, to follow my purpose, to God's purpose that he's placed in my life and to know that this is a hard thing to do. It's really hard and the easy thing to do would be to go and to be showered and adored, but the, the right thing to do is to stay true and I I am going to do that because of you. Thank you for listening. I love you. I'll talk to you soon.